H.T.Y.O. December, season six. Go, Dave. Hi, and welcome to a belated holiday edition of H.T.Y.O. Episode 65, the December 2022 episode, which hopefully will be out before 2023. But it doesn't matter because the content keeps. We have some hot new jams, one from uh, your friend Morrissey, another from a mysterious shoegaze band from the Far East or Near West, or both. Uh, We also are going to uh, bid farewell to ska and English music legend Terry Hall. But before that, I have a quick thing to tell you about. Toby and I don't just do this podcast, do we, Toby? No, we do not. Yes, we also do the After Dark podcast, which is the drunken after party of this podcast, which is only available to subscribers. And it's very easy and cost-effective to subscribe. All you have to do is go to oldwaver.com and click on premium, or you can go to patreon.com and type in HTWOW and find our page there. And for as little as $5 a month, you can subscribe to the monthly podcast, which is just us playing more jams than we play on this pod. And uh, we are also sloppier and funnier than even now. Um, And it's just for our dear friends that subscribe. And you also get some merch. You get uh, some bumper stickers and you get a koozie. If you choose to uh, give us more of your money, you get even more stuff. But all we ask is $5 a month. I don't, you know, that's less than a latte. Did you know that? I had no idea. It's less than a latte. Wow. You can't can't use your stars, but you can send us $5 a month and become a patron, and we would love you forever. And uh, at one point, if we get 100 patrons, I will jump trash cans. Yeah. On a mongoose. Or a kuwahara. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, so really West Coast. Yes, like far west far coast west to the point coast. where to the point where it's like the far east. It's so far west. It's so it's far, the far west. East. It's east because the the world is not flat. Right, because you can get there either way, and it's kind of same diff. If Bugs Bunny taught us anything, you can throw a baseball all around the world, and people will stamp it. With all the different places around the world, and it'll right. come back. You just turn around and catch it from the other side. Yeah, and then you can see every country that it flew over. Exactly. Science. Yeah. Stop your fooling around. Tie your 
It's a message to you, the H2L listener. We're not done in 2022. We still have one more to go. And we're going to try and get it out before the new year. No promises. But we're going to do our best. This is HDWOW episode 65, the December 2022 edition of your favorite podcast for music and beer. HDWOW, of course, stands for High Tea with Old Waver. I'm the Old Waver part. My name is Dave. At Old Waver on Twitter. And the High Tea part is Toby. At Toby Pipes on Twitter. Hey. And together we do this podcast once a month. It's a song swap and a beer swap. On the occasions that we can be in the same room and swap beers. But today, because of the holidays and schedules, we are doing this remotely. But we can see each other. We have each other up on the little chat windows good to see your face toby it's good to see your face dave and uh that of course was a message to you rudy by the specials and a couple reasons why we played that there one is the specials self-titled debut record is our album of the month <laughs> the htl album of the month as provided by our vinyl sponsor positive spin records positive with a z Positivespin.com. And uh, if you would like to win a vinyl copy, a brand new sealed vinyl copy of the special's debut record, you can give them an email address at positivespin.com at the banner at the top where it says win the HTL album of the month. And you have a real good chance of winning that. And we also are going to do a kind of sort of a obit slash book report. <laughs> Because uh, we lost Terry Hall of the specials over the holidays. And uh, Toby was like, you know what? Let's play some specials. Let's play some Terry Hall. Because he did have other bands besides the specials as well, which we'll get into. And um, he was influential. And we've never played them on the regular pod. We did play that song, Message to You, Rudy, on the After Dark at one point. um, Which is the drunken after party of this podcast, which I probably talked about in the promo that I haven't recorded yet that you just heard, but, uh, we'll get to that later. Um, thanks for being here, Toby. Thank thanks you for, for making this here. happen. I mean, you probably had a busy holiday. You might want to drink. We all did. Yes. And because we are not in the uh, same room, we're drinking different things because this is a drinking podcast as well as a music podcast. And I did not visit our sponsor because, you know, I've been busy. They've been busy, but we'll give them a plug. Anyway, our beer sponsor is Good Friend Package at 1155 PV Avenue, over to East Dallas, Casa Linda. And um, it's right across the street from Good Friend Beer Garden and Burger House. And so if you find yourself wanting breakfast or lunch or beers to go, just mm-hmm. pop into Good Friend Package. Um, I bought these at the grocery store, but what'd you get? Um, I got a couple of holiday themed beers, which I know you're glad you don't have to drink. (laughs) Um, 
But the first one that I'm drinking is from Rar and Sons out of Fort Worth. Nice. It is their Winter Warmer, English style dark ale. So it's a it's an eight percenter. It's not going to kill me. Um, and it's um, you know, I'm not huge into dark beers, but this one doesn't. Um, it doesn't taste like a forest, right? Or like doesn't punch you in the face with nutmeg or something. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. Yeah, I like a dark beer, but it it always just goes back to Guinness. And Guinness doesn't really, it's a dark beer, but it just doesn't sit on me like other dark beers. Yeah, this definitely has more bite than a Guinness, Mm -hmm. but it's got a similar color. But nothing can match the head of a Guinness. It's so good. This one had a decent head, but, you know, it fell quickly, as as it were. There's nothing like a decent head over the holidays, Dave. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. (laughs) I wouldn't know. All right, yeah. So um, you made it dirty. I think we, uh, I think we should go ahead and kick down the first jam because we do have the reputation of rambling, mm-hmm. and I want to uh, at least get us off on the front foot because we do have a number of things to talk about. Um, I had a brush with death, <gasps> and uh, Toby had the most romantic Christmas in the history of Christmases. It's true. So. Um, we need to get to all of that. And we also need to talk a little bit about the first dude that we're going to play on the podcast, not Terry Hall, uh, but a guy who is still alive, but his career may be dead. That uh, is not true. When we speak of Morrissey, who we saw uh, back over the summer for my birthday, we went out, a whole bunch of us saw him at Caesar's Palace when he did his residency out there. And uh, he is still yet to put out his next record uh the bonfire of the teenagers which he played some songs from at that uh gig over the the summer and he actually did play this song although i didn't remember it because it didn't sound like this when it was played live but it was put out uh i guess late november early december Mm -hmm. and it is a single from a forthcoming record, but that forthcoming record is not forthcoming anytime soon. But let's play the single and then we can talk about his troubles afterwards. <laughs> so this is uh, the new Morrissey. It's called Rebels Without Applause on HD Web. Oh, dear. 
because we must do And the blue flu Must come for you Rebels without your pause Forty boys of song And girls all Gone wrong, I love them all Forty boys of song Generation X and X-ray specs We love them all, I see them still I see them still, I see them still I love them all What do you think, bro? That's really good. They went for a, a, a Symmetry Gates kind of. Yeah, yeah. So it's got like the walking bass line. It's got the jangle guitar. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I was trying to think about this earlier today. That's the most Smith's solo song he's put out since probably um, like Suede Head or something. Yeah, early. De- that's the Smith song. For sure, like like Viva Hate and and uh, Kill Uncle or not Kill Uncle, uh, uh, Viva Hate and uh, Bona Drag, mm-hmm. like the the singles collection, like that stuff was close to the Smiths. Like a lot of those things sounded like they could have been Smith songs, or they would have been Smith songs had they not broken up. But mm-hmm. then you know he tried to distance from that, and but this one, he just unashamed just said yeah make it sound like johnny marr wrote it johnny marr would have added like three other chords at the end of every line like you know he would have done one of those kind of deals but uh that's really good but did you mainly play it because it says your name in it because it says gen x at the end Mm -hmm. i almost i almost didn't play it because of that actually dave um i mean he says your name and then he says i love them all yeah i mean I, i I do really like the song, um, and like I said, he played it when we saw him at Caesars. But I don't remember because I guess the live arrangement didn't sound anything like that. Or what, was or it maybe, harder? Or or like, yeah, I just don't remember it. I, I don't remember that melody at all. Huh. But I remember seeing it in the set list. So I maybe I just spaced out on it. But or did maybe he just called an audible on the stage and they didn't play it? Maybe. I don't know. So that the record that uh, that's from Bonfire of the Teenagers was supposed to come out in February of next year or this year, as you're probably listening to this, 2023. Mm-hmm. And so he had a, a couple of posts on his uh, website back to back, like on December 23rd and then on Christmas Eve. 
Mm-hmm. So he posted that uh, he had parted companies, or he had parted company with his management company. Okay. And then he said that he withdrew from any association with his record label, Capital Capital Records of L.A. Okay. Um, and he had never even put anything out on Capital yet. I didn't like, even know but, he was on Capital. Yeah, he was without a label for a while, and then when he had, I guess, during the sessions of this record, or maybe right after this record was done, and in the can, there was kind of a, a open bidding, and Capital ended up signing him, mm-hmm. but he never has put anything out, and he's saying that they're sitting on the record, and they don't want to put it out. Right. And then he also, then on uh, Christmas Eve, announced that Miley Cyrus, who did backup vocals on a song called I Am Veronica, which he also did live, um, but that Miley had requested that her vocals be taken off for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because he's... Yeah, I don't know if it's because he's not on Capitol anymore. Is she on Capitol? I have no idea. I don't know. Or, Or she just doesn't like... His politics or his attitude, I don't know. But I wonder if said, someone told her, like, you can't be on his record because of the politics thing. Or yeah, something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so That's he's stupid. they're having to uh, redo that song without her in it. And so now <laughs> the, the album's future is completely uh, unknown. Wow, that's weird. So he's not on a label right now. Yeah, he is currently without a label. Maybe we should put it out on, on HTWOW Records. Yeah. Since we're breaking I mean, bands all the time anyway. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to break a band later in the pod. Really? So if if people don't want to hear Morrissey again, don't worry. I won't play another Morrissey song. Well, for as long as he's been doing it, that's still a pretty good jam right there. If I can plug something for the After Dark... I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna play a new church the church song. Oh, nice! It's really good. It's like Which you one? feel the lo- good. The when... long one, the long one, or the short one? What do you mean? Well, they, they so they have a new record coming out, and they've released two songs from it. And there's the one that's like the title track of the record that's really long, and then there's one that's shorter. This one, and I don't. It doesn't jang- seem jang- long. more jangly. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems just like a church song. Okay. But I don't. I didn't notice that there were two songs. So, but it's nice when the older bands still are doing good stuff, and it's not embarrassing. Right? Yeah. They they're not embarrassing themselves. Yeah, it's pretty good. But that'll be after dark. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we'll play some church on the after dark, and you know, you guys know what the after dark is. It's the mm-hmm. after party of the podcast. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, I didn't really have much more on Morrissey other than it just feels like he's burning bridges all over the place. You remember because he had he did get through that that residency in Vegas without canceling any shows. But then uh, in November, remember, he had a show at the Greek Theater in L.A. and they were only about a third of the way through and he was too cold. And so he left and canceled the rest of the show. Even though it was only like 60 out or something like that. And then I think they canceled a bunch of shows in December. Uh-huh. So he's like back to his old tricks of canceling shows and pissing people off. Good. Did, uh, uh, didn't he headline some big festival in uh, California? Yeah, it was uh, that... Um, 
Oh gosh, uh, Cruel World Festival. Yeah, did he make it? I think he did. Okay, but it was that was out in L.A. Mm-hmm. back in the springtime or early summer. So he wasn't too cold. Yeah, well, it was it was uh, nice and temperate for him. I mean, he doesn't look bad these days, and he sounds good. It's so funny because, you know, our friend Taylor, who's not a huge Smiths fan, um, and really kind of doesn't like Morrissey, but I drug him to that Vegas show, and he said that Morrissey sounded great, mm-hmm. and usually he's hypercritical. Yeah, that's good. I'm so, glad. Anyway. I'm glad he kicked down that. Ve- he he might need to do things like that, like stay in the town do six shows and move yeah yeah when 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 there's variables involved like whether Mm -hmm. or not the venue serves meat or (laughs) yeah he gets he gets tired on the bus or somebody in his crew gets sick yeah exactly he needs there's just way there's just way too many things that can go wrong when they're going from place to place yeah he needs a controlled environment totally that's okay I wish I could be like that to just be like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> just not do it. Just be a total diva. Yeah. Have you ever canceled a show? Oh yeah. Because you didn't feel like it, or because you felt bad? No, no, not because of the way I felt. We canceled shows because they we had things on our rider or stuff was supposed to be there, and they completely lied to us. And we'd show up to the venue and go, "We're not." You know, because they still have to pay you. Right. So it's their fault. But they, you've you never, signed a contract and they're supposed to like you're, you're flying in for a backline thing and they're supposed to have all this stuff and you show up and it's like the worst gear you've ever seen. And some Tommy Lee drum set. <laughs> you know what that looks like there's 900 drums and cymbals hanging from the ceiling or something. And you're like, no, th- this is not what. And, you know, my amp has like. The amp cord is cut, and it's duct taped to an orange extension cord because they've wired the stuff together. So I'm obviously going to get electrocuted. Well, you know, that's yeah. that's true. All of this happened in Oklahoma City, or but there's been many places we've showed up and walked straight out. Okay, but that's been all their fault. I was, I was saying, have you ever pulled a diva move like Morrissey and just you didn't feel like it or you made up some excuse? One time we did in in Washington D.C. <laughs> What was the story there? <laughs> I'm not going to give you the exact reason why, but let's just say we probably wouldn't have been able to perform anyway. And we were in Yonkers, New York, and we just couldn't we couldn't make the trip. <laughs> it was too difficult for everyone to mobilize it, from Yonkers to DC. It wasn't going to be a good showing. <laughs> we needed to stay put. Yeah. And regroup. Yeah. Uh. Maybe sleep it off a little bit. Maybe something sort of like that. Okay. So that's All the right. only time we've ever done that. And we, I think we made up something like the An illness in the band. Yeah, somebody was real sick or something. And we, we kind of were. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's you not all many, a lie. You eat too many mushrooms and that'll happen. <laughs> you're See, you're putting words in my mouth. I'm just you putting just drugs guessing. in my mouth. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I got it close anyway. Uh, yeah, all right. Like like Let's switch over to uh, your obituary slash book report. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to make it all sad. I no. Don't, I don't want to get into it too much, but, you know, 
Terry Hall died. He was like big influence guy. And I mean, when you think of the specials, you just think of England. Or right. Brit- Britain in general. You know, they're just so late, were, were they, late were they 70s. Kind of, were they kind of the, the first ska success? I would say, especially that style. You know, and then, then it goes all the way to the mid-90s with all those bands doing that. They all wanted to be the specials. So they took their... So they're... I think they're from, like, Coventry. Does that sound right? So, you know, working town kind of thing. And, you know, interracial band, and they put this thing together, and it's... Nothing sounded like that. You know, it's like... I'm sure over there they had, like, polka bands and, like, stuff like that, but it's like... Think of how crazy that is. It's before madness, so that had to have been just wild. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know much about ska at all. It was never my favorite genre. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess, you know, we, uh, I think we've talked about it in as it relates to uh, like the Clash mm-hmm. and some of some of the punk bands that borrowed a lot from dub and reggae. At least mm-hmm. in the baselines. Well, there was all the immigrants from, yeah, like the yeah. So like all the Caribbean, all the, poor, all the poor musicians were living in tenements with all the immigrants. Yeah, and yeah. So all all the music kind of bled together. Yeah, they all just started making up stuff together, and it's like so, punk is going on, and so they're basically mixing punk with all this music from. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? I guess I say Caribbean, but okay. I don't know. I don't know what's the right. I think they're both right. They're both right. Both. So both. I, I, I say both wrong, yeah. but I say Caribbean right. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so they're getting all that music mixed with punk music, and this is what, and that's what came out. It's pretty cool. And they're all buddies, and it's kind of cool for a late '70s act that it's white dudes and black dudes up there just having a party on stage and making crazy music. Right. It was a big influence, and he's got a lot of uh, buddies along the way. We'll get into other tunes, but I think I should play a special song first. Sure. And then yeah. we'll get into his other groups that he was in. Like, How many how many records did the specials put out? I don't know. It's like I was telling you. They put out a lot of singles and weird stuff, so it's hard to tell on their, you know. And you and I, it, we're kind of both. I like the specials, but I don't know them like Depeche Mode or something. Right. So I don't have like it in my brain exactly the order and because I swear they put out like uh, it's like Too Much Too Young and Rudy were the first two songs, but they were singles. And of course, it's John Peel stuff. Like he played it first. I mean, I, I think they only did two records with Terry Hall before he split. Yeah. And did Funboy 3. Yeah, because they had the self-titled one that we're giving away as the album of the month, which came out in 79. Mm-hmm. It was just called The Specials. And then in 80, they released more specials. Mm-hmm. And that was the title of it, just more specials. And then he <laughs> left and then did Fun Boy 3. Yeah. And, and then they really didn't put anything out again until they regrouped in the, the 90s. Yeah, and they 90s. were supposed to... Uh, do a record in late January, February. But I'll I'll get into that in a minute. How basically what happened in the last couple of months with Terry Hall. Okay. But let's yeah. go ahead and play a tune first. Okay. If I can just give you one uh not so fun fact about Terry Hall. Uh-huh. It says 
uh, on his wiki that when he was 12 on a trip to Paris. Yeah, this is a known thing. That he was abducted by a pedophile ring. Mm-hmm. You knew this? Yeah, he was sexually abused as like a child in a pedophile thing. And that's why he was all hooked on Valium and stuff because he was dealt with depression the rest of his life. I mean, good grief. What Who is would... a pedophile ring? I Like human traffickers. Like, Oh, they don't make them like fight each other? No, it's not. In, a, in a ring? It, yeah, they don't make pedophiles fight each other in a ring. It's a ring of pedophiles that are trafficking young children between but, one another. But why are you in France? Is, is this like a family vacation and someone just kind of snatches you off the beach or something? Or like what? Yeah. How, how do I, you get I, abducted? There's not a whole, there's not a whole lot of uh, detail in the story here. But yeah, I don't know if he was on a family trip or a school trip or what. Yeah, he wrote uh, a song about it later on. I mean, and would tell people about the whole thing. Okay. Like he wasn't, right. this wasn't like something he kept secret or something. It's like a... I forget what song or what band it was in that he wrote the tune yeah, about, it, but it's it weird. It says it was uh, from the second Fun Boy 3 record. It was called, Well, Fancy That. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Okay. Well, anyway. see, so he's dead and he was abused as a child. God, but it's so sad. Here, here's, here's a song. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which one do you want to hear? Ghost Town or Too Much Too Young? It, it's up to you, dude. It's your book report. All right, let's do Ghost Town, because Too Much Too Young is six minutes. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is, a, this is a fave dance. When you were at a club, you, this would come on for the dance floor. Because he mentions it in the song. Get on the dance floor. Ghost Town, the specials, hit song.
So great. Do you That's remember, a hot one. Do you remember that video? I don't. There, it's kind of like there. It's like a camera is on the front windshield of the car, and they're kind of all in the car driving around with like the lights going above them and this down. Uh, it looks like it costs like five dollars to make. <laughs> I want to see it now. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but think of how crazy that song. <laughs> Super weird. That's so weird. So, Ghost Town was actually released in 81. Oh, I thought that came out like 79, but I, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's probably right. That's weird. Too Much Too Young is the first one, right? Uh, the first single? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, Gangsters was the first single. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The but yeah. The specials. So they were supposed to... Jeff K. put up a thing of like the bass player giving the lowdown of everything, right? So they were... Uh, did you see that? Of uh, what happened when they got together or what happened when uh, they were supposed to go out on tour? It's what happened with Terry Hall. Oh, no. Like he just explains it. Like they, he had put together, the specials were going to get back together and do a record like in February or January or something. And uh, Terry Hall had like eight songs he put together and they were going to go in and record them in, I think in California, which is weird. But uh, he got like what they thought was like a stomach flu or something. So he was kind of like, I can't go right now because I'm kind of sick, and they were like, all right, well, we'll just push the studio thing back a month. It doesn't make any difference. Who cares? Then eventually, he just wasn't getting any better, and then I think Ian Brody, which is his buddy, the Lightning Seeds guy? Yeah. Because he was in... Uh, were they in Colorfield together? Or was sounds he, right. It were, uh, and also, no, he helped him write a bunch of the Lightning Seeds stuff. Terry Hall did. But um, they're buddies, and I think he went over there and was like, something's up. Like, he's lost a lot of weight and something. So they went. he went to go see the doctor, found out he has diabetes, which he didn't know about. And then he also has cancer. But they have to take care of the diabetes first before they can do, you know. Right, the chemotherapy and whatever. Chemo, I, I, 
it seemed like you can't do the chemo thing until you take care of get the diabetes in order first. So they were did that and everything was looking pretty good. And then actually, I think this might have been the time Ian Brody went over there and saw him and was like, he's not doing good. And then they went back again and then like pancreatic cancer and that was it. Dang. Like this all happened from like October to December. Jeez. Yeah. And they were, so, you know. So it was, it was a fast decline once they figured out what was going on. Yeah. And he just kind of had like his stomach was hurt a little bit. And, and that's all he was telling anybody. And then all of a sudden. And then when they found out, I think the cancer thing, he wouldn't let his wife or anyone around him tell any of the band pe- or tell anybody what was going on. Yeah. See, when, uh, so how old was he? Um, 63. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so he was 63, but still, I mean, that's that's not that old. Yeah, you can still, that's a couple more specials tours in you for sure right there. No problem. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, we're not that much younger than him. And so anytime something weird is going on, that's mm-hmm. the first thing I think of is, uh-oh, this, yeah. this is the thing. This is, <laughs> it's coming to get me. But he, man, he... When you start checking out all the stuff, I didn't know. Like he went out for a little while with the um, the the cute the guitar player from the Go Go's. What's her name? Jane Wildland. Weedland. Oh yeah, yeah. He went out with her and wrote "Our Lips Are Sealed." Okay, so he gets credit for that one. I think. Well, they wrote it together when they were together, and. Uh, I think it was supposed to be a Fun Boy 3 song, and the Go-Go's released it first, and then Fun Boy 3 did it. Okay. But, but I never heard that before. But there's a couple of things. You know, and he's been on Gorillaz Records and, you know, been in Madness videos where he just happens to be sitting in the front seat of the car or whatever. You know, he must have been like a cool bro. That's funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing the uh, Our Lips Are Sealed bit. Mm-hmm. Which is might be the best go-go song yeah i mean it's pretty good never heard that he had anything to do the specials guy had anything to do with the go-go but that was a wild relationship but she put something up on instagram right away and so i was like what does jane wyland have to do with and she said that is wild even though our our relationship was brief at least we got our lips are sealed out of it and she said a few other things about how cool he was and then that was it yeah it seemed like he knew everybody yeah any any musician in the 70s 80s and even into the early 90s totally had hung out with terry hall at some point (laughs) yeah there's some picture of them together and he just seemed like he'd be just cool guy to be at the pub with right like there seems to be a lot of pictures like that. Like Sean Ryder has a bunch of stuff. Like, and you're just like, how wild is it that Sean Ryder is getting to post stuff about Terry Hall when he should have been dead? Right. <laughs> like ten how years. Did, ago. How did that happen? Yeah, I bet no one was betting on that. But yeah, um, yeah. Super. So at all the, a lot of the Premier League games, and there's a lot of stuff that they're doing on like the big screens with Terry Hall for the game starts and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird cuz he's uh, he's definitely not a household name in the US, but he certainly seems like he was in the UK. Yeah. From Everyone the reaction. Knows. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
I want to talk to you about my brush with death here in a minute, but before I do, I want to facilitate and hasten my death with my second beer. <laughs> Thank you. Your death because is a little we, bit more pleasant. Yeah, because we always uh, drink two beers. Um, and uh, so the second one is also holiday themed. It's also from Fort Worth because Martin House always seems to have some weird seasonal beer that speaks to me from the shelf it does man they they capture they it must be their can design or something always gets you man this is definitely motor oil as compared to the last one it's also a stout uh and i think it's also an eight percenter it's not any stronger but it's called puppy chow have you ever had puppy chow (laughs) no does it have the little purina label no the thing that can you can you see this can you see? Yeah. What's going you know, on there? You've never had puppy chow during the holidays? Oh, is that what y'all called it? We called it, um, we didn't call it puppy chow. The frosted checks yeah. and yeah, it's pretzels like frost, and frosted all that. checks and stuff. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So it says stout with powdered sugar, chocolate, peanut butter, and checks. Yeah, I wonder what we call it. I can't think of it now. Anyway. Dang. You can definitely smell the peanut butter and the powdered sugar. <laughs> it tastes like a funnel cake. Man, this <laughs> it's totally like Willy Wonka. It's good. <laughs> Is I'm it not good? gonna lie. Yes, I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I don't think I could drink more than one, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so brush with death. Okay, and I, then uh, after this, there's no more death talk. No more death talk. We're, we're lightening it up. I have some funny stories about how I watched the World Cup final, and we'll get into England. But go ahead. Okay. Um, so, uh, I guess a couple weeks before Christmas, I had been looking for an opportunity to schedule a slew of vaccines that I had been putting off. So I had my... COVID booster, okay. my uh, flu shot, and the second shingles vaccine. Are you supposed to do those all at once? I don't know if you're supposed to, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, because the shingles, you do it in two parts. And so I had the first one over the summer. And so I had to get it in before the end of the year because you're supposed to have both within a certain window of time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it doesn't work if you don't do that or what. I don't know. So, and the place that I've scheduled these vaccines, they would only let you do two at a time. So I scheduled the, the COVID on a Thursday, and then I scheduled the shingles and the flu on a Friday. <laughs> so I had the three of them in, you know, a 24-hour period, basically. Right. And so I did it on, you know, Thursday, Friday, thinking if I have any side effects it'll be over the weekend and i can just relax and chill and it won't be a big deal and so uh i felt fine friday afternoon i had to work that friday and this is after you've gotten both of the after i've gotten all three yeah okay and then uh saturday i felt fine again maybe was a little tired on saturday Mm -hmm. but didn't feel that bad and then sunday felt tired again but didn't really feel awful and then monday morning (laughs) i woke up 
Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever woken up with vertigo before. No, but I'm very aware of it from everyone around me. Okay. So I woke up and had severe vertigo. Like as soon as I... Like you thought you were going to fall? You're just yes, dizzy. As soon as I popped out of bed, I almost like fell over. Because mm-hmm. that's normally like you do your you do your jumping jack routine and touch yeah. your toes and do that whole thing. But yeah, I had no I had no balance. I had a splitting headache, and you know it took me a minute. You know I went to the bathroom and took care of uh, number one. So do they? And, so are you? What's going on at the ticket right then? Are you all off right then? No, I, I I have to do. So, Bob and Corby are already off, but I'm not. So I have to do uh, four days of shows with just me and Mino, the producer. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but it's it's a lot more heavy lifting for me. You know, I I have to come up with more stuff to talk about yeah. rather than just a couple segments worth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like total garbage. Right. You know, when I when I'm emptying my bladder in the morning, I'm having to brace myself against the wall. Yeah, and it's not like you can call up there and be like, I don't feel well. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, we, we already are short-staffed. We need you to come in. So, yeah, I didn't even entertain that. But I you know, was texting mine. I was like, I, dude, I do not feel great. I can't focus. You know, I can't read things um, and just feel really weird. And I think, well, maybe, uh, maybe I just had like a sleep apnea episode like my breathing stopped for a minute <laughs> and i killed part of my brain overnight yeah you just had a little slight stroke yeah so i was like well maybe i just need to you know because i have a mouthpiece that i wear that i just i don't always wear because it it's a pain and mm-hmm. so i was like well i'll wear it tonight and see if that helps so i i wore the mouthpiece that night and i felt even worse on tuesday Damn. and so to the point where my wife was like, you might want to contact your doctor. And so I emailed him with my symptoms and he was like, well, he's like, I don't want you to be alarmed. So why don't you wait another day and get back to me? And then if you really feel like you need to come in, I can get you in on Friday or whatever. Pretty sure it was AIDS. Yeah. He was like, I'm pretty confident it's AIDS, but we need to run some tests. Mm -hmm. And so the next day, symptoms are a little bit better, so I told him I, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's going to get better. And in the meantime, I'd started doing some research on vaccine side effects, and <laughs> that's turned, always where it goes down. <laughs> and it turns out there's like four percent of people that have vertigo as a uh, side effect of of the COVID booster. Okay, so this is the COVID thing doing. This. I think yeah, I think it was related to the uh, either the cocktail of all three or just the COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, it, then it finally after you know this is almost a week after I had gotten it that I I felt back to normal. So I finally felt back to normal on Thursday, and I was like, okay, that was it. But I seriously thought for a good three days that I had a brain tumor. Oh my god, damn, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Oh, man. Holy crap. Well, then what happened? Nothing. Everything is fine. Everything went back to normal. Yeah, it just took a while. It just took a while for it to go away. But yeah, I had headaches and vertigo for 
three days solid. While you're on the radio? Yes. Did you... So do you get like AIDS? Is it like an ointment? Uh, No, he just said if I held my breath, it would kill it. It would kill the AIDS? Yeah, so I just held my breath for 30 seconds, and then I think they all died. Man, medicine's really advanced. I know. It's amazing the things that they have discovered. It's crazy. In medicine. Mm -hmm. That's why it's good. When you're cutting down the rainforest, you find out all of the things you're supposed to do to save lives. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Mm because you need to... uh, you need to write down all these ideas on paper. Right. And, and so that's they need the, the trees and the rainforest to make the paper to write down the cure for AIDS. And there's a lot of uh, cures in the hidden in the wood that right. they wrote long time ago. In the wood and also in the insects. A lot that, of the that, insects. That live. Like they're, they have AIDS that squirt out of their bodies. That, that combat your AIDS. AIDS. Yeah. Because they're like, their AIDS are different than our AIDS. They're an anti-AID. They hate each other. Yeah, anti-AIDS. Yeah, so that, I mean, I think we learned a lot about vaccines just now. Mm -hmm. And I hope everyone is not scared off by my story and will fight AIDS with AIDS. Mm -hmm. I know. Isn't AIDS cured? Uh, You can get down to zero is is what I've heard by by doing Decovi for prep. Yeah, that's what it looks like on the commercial. Something like that. Yeah, it makes you makes you fabulous and makes you be able to dance all day. And side effects are terrible, from what it sounds like, from the disclaimer. Is one of them vertigo? One of them is every single medicine they put is always diarrhea. Yes. I think people just have diarrhea. And so you put that as a side effect. Yeah, I mean, I think people just have it. And they're like, well, we can't tell if it's because of the medicine or something you ate. <laughs> it's, either, it's either the Covix or whatever the thing is the called. Paxlovid. Paxlovid or Taco Bell. <laughs> Could be mm-hmm. anything. I'm taking all the AIDS stuff out. No, it's our best stuff. No, we need to be woke. All right. Um, speaking of woke, yeah. this next band is... It's... It, You'll never guess where they're from, and it is the by playing this band, it is the mo- most woke band that I've ever played. They're from New Waverly. No. Oh. No. So the band is called Motifs. Okay. And we've played a lot of new gays, like new wave shoe gays mm-hmm. on this show, and and it always is. Uh, you know, maybe a step or two away from the source. Like, you know, oh, this one sounds kind of like My Bloody Valentine, or this one sounds kind of like the Catherine Wheel, or, you know, this one kind of sounds like Lush, or whatever. Right. Um, This one sounds dead-on slow dive. I think I listened to this one. Maybe, Maybe too much? I don't know. I don't know, but I think that we should all listen to it. So it's called Motifs, and the song is called Love Lost on HTWOW.
I like that they went for the um, they went for the five minutes. <laughs> I like that. Right. Yeah. They had the breakdown and then the big finish. But yeah, it's like a slow dive if they had a bunch of coffee. Yeah. The, the band is kind of slow divey. She sings. It's something else that she's doing though that it reminds me of. I can't think of it right now. But she's not doing the slow divey thing. Right. So. So do you have a guess as to where they're from? All right. Here's my thing on that. And there's only one reason why I would say this. I think that they're from the West Coast because of the drum sounds. Okay. You're completely wrong. Okay. So their first record, Remember a Stranger, came out in November of this year. Okay. And they, I don't know if you saw the plays on Spotify, but, you know, the... Pretty much every song on the record is about the same. They've only had about 10,000 plays. So again, we are launching a career here on H2L. But they are from Singapore. Oh, okay. And so it's a five-piece. So the the singer and uh, guitarist is Elspeth Ong. Mm-hmm. The lead guitarist is JJ Tan. Bassist Paul Wynn. The... Uh, third guitar slash synthesizer dude is Badrul Amin and then the drummer, chick drummer Jolin Chiam Okay, so really West Coast Yes, like far West far Coast, West to, the Coast. Point where, to the point where it's like the Far East It's so far West It's so it's far, far West, east. it's East because the the world is not flat Right, because you can get there either way and it's kind of same diff. If Bugs Bunny taught us anything, you can throw a baseball all around the world and people will stamp it with all the different places around the world and it'll right. come back. You just turn around and catch it from the other side. Yeah. And then you can see every country that it flew over. Exactly. Science. Yeah. So Singapore, what do you know? But who knew? Who knew there was a... We've, we talked about the the shoegaze scene in Austin, but who knew there was a shoegaze scene in Singapore? Yeah, it's in Austin, it's in Ohio, it's in California, and it's in Singapore. Man, it's... Yeah. Pretty awesome. It's spreading like the vid. <laughs> right? Shoegaze is... <laughs> Everyone's just looking at the ground. They're wondering what's wrong with their children that they can't ever look up because they're gazing at their shoes. Right. Anyway, so yeah, motifs, fun, fun times. Um, speaking of being uh, love lost, mm -hmm. can we talk about your romantic trip to London? It's funny how you're setting this up as not just my trip to London, but a romantic trip to London. Well, I saw pictures, and mm -hmm. I've never been—I've only been to London a couple times, but I've never been in the holiday season and it looked magical it with, was with like christmas lights everywhere and snowflakes and it just looked like a storybook trip it was about as harry potter as it could possibly be <laughs> <laughs> just pubs and snow i mean i don't know how in depth i need to get into the whole thing but it's like it was ridiculous. It's like you can't plan on how it's going to be, what the weather's going to look like, you know. 
you just kind of hope for the best. Right. We got upgraded to business class. That's a good start. That is a great start. You know what I mean? And Uh then we get there and our driver, the the hotel driver people take us. We go, because you know, when you get there, you need to stay up. Yeah, in order to combat the jet lag. Yeah, and that's all you need to do is just fight it for a little bit. So what do you do? You go to a pub down the street. So we're in the middle of London between like Greens Park and like right next to Hyde Park. Yeah. And so we cruise down the back little alley streets and we end up at this place called the King's Arms. And on the way there, we're like, is it raining or like what's going on? And then all of a sudden it's like snow. And then it just starts blankets of snow, like the huge, huge snowflakes. Right. And we go upstairs in this pub that, of course, looks like Harry Potter because it's been there since 1 BC. I don't know how long it's been there. (laughs) And so we're like, well, the downstairs looks great. Let's see what upstairs looks like. We get, of course, I get a Guinness. Leanna gets her drink and we sit there and we look out the window. You probably saw the little video thing that I put up and it's just snowing. And so for the rest of the time that we're in London, everything is covered in snow the whole time. But it didn't snow every day? No, it snowed that first day and then just stuck for three days, four days straight. That's amazing. It was amazing. But we did all the stuff. Went to Buckingham Palace, went by Westminster Abbey, went by a cool pub on the way to Big Ben. I saw high tea, had high tea. I had high tea at Harrods. High tea has to have high tea. Right. We'll put up a, I'll tweet out the thing. I mean, it's the yeah. most some, high tea some you people, could ever have. Some people think high tea means high testosterone, but in our world, it means high tea. High tea. Like, like I'm what, too what fancy is, all the time. Yeah. And high tea is what, at 2 p.m., 3 p.m.? What time is high tea? It's a little later than that, but you know, you can do it whenever. It's It doesn't matter. It's usually an afternoon thing. Right. And then there's, you have your savory and your sweet on the little tier. That comes with the tea. Yeah. What do you do? People think tea is just you're drinking tea, but it's really you have snacks. Tea is snacks. Mm hmm. It's like a pre dinner jam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like appetizers. So, did you have more savory snacks or more sweet snacks? Oh, they bring both. You have different. When they put the little thing on the table, the bottom thing is usually the savory, and the top one is the. You know, desserty stuff. And Was it delicious? You, and you have tea and champagne, and you sit there in Harrods, and some dude's cranking it on the piano, and you're just like, "This is sweet. It's awesome." And then, so the next day we cruise out, and we go. We're hitting all the. We're going like to Soho, and then go into like Bond Street, Oxford Street. You know, all the places. You know, Savile Row, like where all the fancy shops are. Right. But mainly, we're going to get new docks. I need new docks. She needs new docks. Where do and you, you want to? You want to go to the source. You get docks in London. That's just what you do, right? So we go to the dock store. It was like you know, usually it's just hard to decide what you want. And like a, this is an immediate buy. She gets these cool the green boots. Uh huh. The big green boots. And I have the, you know, my low rider black ones. But I don't like the yellow. I like them all black. 
Like, I like my thread to be black. I like the sole black, the top, but, like, it's hard to find yeah. my regular... You, you want them to look like they're special shoes. Well, they can't just be your... I don't mind the normal doc look, but I those are mine. No, but you want them to look like they are orthopedic shoes yeah. or, or, like... Uh, or like Frankenstein shoes. Yeah, like somebody, like something's wrong with my walk, and these are gonna fix them. Uh huh. <laughs> so we get the shoes, and it's easy. I mean, it's just like, man, we found that that was quick. I thought we'd be in here for hours. So I'm like, let's go to Camden Town. Boom. So we get a car because you know what Camden is, right? Remind me. Camden is like the market. It's like where all the band. It would be like Deep Ellum. It'd oh, be right. like okay. where all the band people live. There's some clubs down there. We know it because that's where MTV and MTV Europe was. So when you have breaks at MTV, you pretty much just get sent around the corner and there's like a little canal thing that runs through it to a place called the Holly Arms. And I think you've heard me talk about that place before. Probably. It's, it's just, the. it's like Amy Winehouse's pub, you know. Uh -huh. You know, it's one, it's that kind of place. And it's nothing super special, but it's my favorite pub in the whole city. But the little marketplace is like, if you want to buy like a cool Sex Pistols leather jacket or some used docks or some old Levi's or something, you get it, you get it there. Like a cool belt. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so we're in there and we're hanging out and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, this is my favorite place in the whole planet. I love the Holly Arms. And uh, we're but we're taking up kind of a table here by the front door because it was the only place to sit. And then these two people come and they're just like they order a beer and you can tell they're looking around and they're looking at us and they're like, "Do you mind if we just sit in these chairs while we're waiting?" On, and we're like, "No." And they're Irish, and we're like, "We don't care. We're just sitting over here talking." So we're not really talking to them. We're talking to each other. And then eventually, of course, they get their drinks and they're just like, "Do you mind if we?" drink them here and we're like no you know and so we all start chatting and it's really funny and so after a while it's like man we're getting tired you know like we've been walking around all day i haven't taken her to the market yet maybe we'll go by there and come right back or that's what we we're telling them but we might just go home uh, whatever anyway we might see you we might not that kind of move on the way out uh-huh because you know how it is there. You pay for the drinks as you're going. They like you to... Yeah, they swipe it every time. Well, the best thing for them is the little tap thing. You know, you tap your card. Mm-hmm. Because they don't deal with the tip deal anyway. Right. So it's the easiest thing in the world. You just get the drink and you tap the thing and you're on your way. Like, you just don't... There's no signing a thing or doing a thing. You just tap your little card up there and you're on your way. It's awesome. So... We get up, grab the coats, head back. We're like, you know, forget the market. We'll do that whenever. We're tired. Let's go back to the hotel. And it's getting, it's late. But we're just like, okay, let's go. Get back. And I'm standing there in the room. And she's coming down the, the hallway or whatever. And she's like, what's up? And I'm like, do you have the shoes? Oh, no. <laughs> And she's like, why would I, what, what do you mean? And I was like, I can't,
can't remember the last place I would have had the shoes because we went to like a Thai place before the Holly Arms thing. Like I'm like, no, like a um, a tapas place before we went before we left the that area and went to the Camden Town. Like, like full nude or <laughs> a tapas, like an appetizer. Oh, okay. you know, like a Portuguese. Anyway. So Camden is like all this, all the other stuff is pretty close to our hotel, but Camden's like, it's a 20 minute little cab ride. You know, it takes yeah. a second to get over there. And I'm just like, man, I just can't remember. It's gotta, they gotta be at the Holly Arms. Gotta be. So we're calling, of course, no one at the pub is answering the phone. Cause Leanna, when I go, do you have the shoes? She just turns straight around and walks right out of the place because we're going back. You know what I mean? And I'm like, look, we'll just get. They're not cheap, right? I know they're not cheap. So she's getting a little upset, you know, because she's like, you spent this money. She, you know, and I'm, you know, you've seen. Chill tea might be the worst guy because I'm always like, we'll buy other, you know. Everything's and she's gonna like, be fine. No, we're gonna go get these shoes. We went. It was so much fun buying them. And I'm like, all right. So it's more of the experience of buying it than even the shoes. At this, so we, you know, I'm like, we're never gonna find these shoes. There's no way. So we get back in the car, and uh, we make it over there. We go to the table we were sitting at, and then I remember, I'm like, you know what? I put the shoes behind that chair in the corner and I said to myself, I'll never see these again. Like for sure I'm gonna leave these, right? <laughs> yeah. Cause you've done that before where you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna remember this. And then you're for sure, but you tell yourself that so you'll remember it. But I've totally got up and walked off. And they're looking, these other people are sitting at the table and they're looking back going, what is, and they can tell that Leanna's slightly, she's upset, you know, Lou's upset at this point, you know, not mad at anybody. She's just upset because she, you know, we did all this cool stuff and we don't have the shoes. So she's just more upset at the situation. Right. You know, and I'm trying to, you know, like, hey, it's not really that big deal. And I'm like, also, everyone in this pub now thinks I did something to you. (laughs) (laughs) You made her cry. Yeah, because she's like holding on to me or whatever, but she's also just crying. And I'm like, we're sending a lot of mixed signals. (laughs) Like, so we have to calm down. And everyone there, like, they're all trying to help us. The people behind the bar, like, no one brought any shoes. We don't know what you're talking about. And they're looking for Doc Martens all over this pub thing. And I'm, and so I'm like, all right, let's go down. Cause the bathrooms are downstairs, of course, down the spiral thing in the Holly Arms. And you go down. And I'm like, let's go stand down. Let's just go calm down a little bit and think about it. this is not a big deal. And then so everything's calm and we're all good. And we go back upstairs. And the Irish dude we're sitting at the table comes up and grabs him by the arm and goes, Would you might be looking for some shoes, man? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, I am. And he goes, we got them for you. They're over here at the table. <laughs> like, what? The same people that you had seen earlier? Yeah, they moved by the fireplace and noticed we lost our, we'd left our shoes. So they picked them up and brought them over where they were sitting thinking we'd come back. 
So they they just saw you when you were going down the stairs. No, <laughs> they saw me when I came back up and saw a girl. Like he said, he saw her first and was like, "Who made that girl cry?" Well, you know, that's what he's thinking. And then, you know, I cruise around the thing, and he sees me right away and goes, "Oh, hey." He saved Christmas. <laughs> and then, so it's like, dude. And so we go hang out with them by the fire and go to like two other pubs. And it, the night got real long after that. Like we were, was, we were tired before, but that adrenaline shot. Yeah. We were good to go for the rest of the night, but we got our docs back and they, yeah. made, it, they made it back here. And now your docs have that story uh-huh. attached to them. And now we see that's a bright and that's a good story. On, yes. On death pod. <laughs> yeah. We're done talking about death. Now we're talking about the new life of your <laughs> new docs. My new docs. I can't wait till you see them. They look just like my other ones. Did you ever get those resold, your old ones? Were they so old that you got them resold? No, I got my PCs that I got on Bond Street sold, resold like three times. But then the leather just cracked and after a while. But docks, I usually am like, man, they last for like three, four years. You can't beat it. Like you think, oh, these are expensive. But if you wear one shoe every day and they can last for that long... I've had like four pair of shoes since I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's totes adorable. And they're all the same doc. Do you like the docs? Yeah, but I, I mean, if I wore docs, it would totally be a Frankenstein shoe, so I don't. What's your fave shoe? You like the, you like the, you like a, a Samba? Yeah, or like, um, yeah, they're, they're, They've adapted the Samba style to more of like a casual shoe. But yeah, I like the Adidas. Um, but my, uh, I guess the brands that I like, I like uh, Clark's are good. You like a Clark? I like a Clark. And uh, I like the... Um, That's an English shoe. Yeah. God, what, what did, was it Campers that I bought in Italy? I can't remember. You like a Camper? I think, it's, I think it was Camper. I can't remember. I don't know. I used to, so my back and forth in high school was the Doc and the Samba. I liked it. Sambas are comfy. Yeah. It's a comfy shoe. Yeah. Have you ever done a Stan Smith? Oh, yeah. When I was in high school, I did the Stan Smith. Man, you might need to bring that back. You'd look good Stan Stan Smith. Stan Smith and uh, the Samba. It was an either or. I think that's your next move. Stan Smith? Bring it back? You'd look good in a Stan Smith. All right. I'll do it. I'm not scared. Anyway, so we, that shoes talk and England was amazing and it was really nice. It was cold, but um, I went to a really cool pub on the Thames right by the eye. You know, there's did, Big Ben and then there's yeah, the yeah, yeah. Big Wheel. Yeah, we went, to, uh, we went to the pub at the Globe. Did you ever do that? No, I don't think so. So we had walked from like the uh, Tate Modern to the eye. So you're on the other side of the river. From well, Big they're Ben. Well, bo- they're, bo- they're both on the, I guess, the south side of the Thames. Yeah. And there's not a lot on the south side. Mm-mm. And But the Globe, you know, the Shakespeare's Globe Theater uh-huh. that they've recreated. It's not the original one, but um, it's like halfway in between. But they have a, a pub that's attached to it for people to go before and after the shows. Mm. And So that was pretty sweet. Did you um, get some mold wine? 
Mold wine. No, I don't remember what we got. It wasn't. It wasn't cold when we went. It was like in the summer. So okay. It wasn't. A, it wasn't as uh, romantic as your trip. This was the trip where all of our friends thought we got engaged, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah. We just we just went to go see the Cure's 40th anniversary concert at Hyde Park. Here's my review. England, good. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's play another Terry Hall jam, and then you can talk about your World Cup memories from England. <laughs> okay. Well, um, no, I didn't do World Cup in England. World. Well, I did get to see two games. I saw the semis there. Okay. But my World Cup story is heading to the Nutcracker in Houston filled with a car of girls. That sounds terrible. And listening to it on the radio. So just think of how that goes. Okay. All right. So are we going to play Fun Boy 3 or Color Field? We're going to play Fun Boy 3 because, you know, I love a collab, Dave. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Do you know that? I know you love a collab. Okay. And this is Fun Boy 3. And I love that Terry Hall was always around chicks like it seems like there were always hot chicks around all the time and Bananarama they were the hottest chicks going they're fun boy three and they're Bananarama it's like the math works <laughs> it's three and three uh-huh. so they did a song together called it ain't what you do it's the way that you do it do you remember that song no it ain't what you do it's the way that you do it you don't remember that song? But this was a hit. They played it on MTV all the time. So, Funboy 3 and Bananarama. On HTWOW. Thank you. 
You remember that song? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking it up. So two things about it. Okay. Uh, the way they spell it, it's not it ain't. They spell it as taint what you do. <laughs> so that's fun. That's fun. Are you um, sure? That's not what it yes. says on my thing. I don't know. Well, I guess maybe... The, uh, okay, so I guess the the Fun Boy 3 version, they spell it out, it ain't. But the original version, because it's a cover song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the original version is called Taint What You Do. It's the way that you do it. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was first recorded in 1939 by Jimmy Lunsford... Harry James and Ella Fitzgerald. See, that's the kind of st- that's why him and like Sean Ryder were friends. Like, because they listened to old weird. They stuff. They listened to old weird stuff and made it into cool new things. Yeah. God, that's yeah. so, so it's a, weird. It's an old jazz number. I didn't know that. Yeah, it says that uh, that people used to dance the shim sham shimmy to it. The shim sham shimmy. Uh huh. Shim sham like shimmy. Is that like a sex song? No. The shim sham shimmy was just like it was like a, a line dance. No, but the ain't what you do. It's the way. I don't oh, know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it, there's it, something dirty there. They used to yeah, hide probably. things pretty well. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was like that was uh, taint what you do. It's the way that you do it. Was like the wet ass pussy of 1939. Jesus. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Well, the only reason why I'm going to let that go is because that actually is a song. (laughs) That is a song that, like, housewives know. I know. That's why I made the joke. Mm. Okay. All right. So you're going to tell one more story before we go. No. What am I going to tell? I thought you were teasing a, a story about... Something. Oh yeah, the World Cup. Forgot. That's oh, right. Yeah. I was I was gonna tell a World Cup story. Um, where did you watch the World Cup, the final? The final? Mm-hmm. Uh, here at the house. But it it threw me off because it went to extra time. Because it, it I was planning on I had to drop uh, Clara off in between the World Cup final and the Cowboy game. Okay, so we have kind of close stories. Here. Yeah, so I had to uh, wait to take Clara until after the final was over, which meant that I missed like the first hour of the Cowboy game. So I had to watch mm-hmm. the Cowboy game on uh, delay. Okay, so you, okay, you did the dude move and was just like, well, "I'm staying and watching." Yeah, because it wasn't uh, it wasn't a hard deadline to get her. Where oh, okay. she needed to go, so it was definitely like, uh, well, I could fudge it a little bit. All right, I could, we I had... could wait until the I could wait until the World Cup final was over to leave. Okay, I had deadline. We have Nutcracker opening tickets. Opening yeah. curtain is at one one thirty, and I'm going from College Station, so the game's going. We get pretty close to the end, and we got to get on the... We got to go, because it's an early kickoff. Yeah. The game was. So I got to watch most of it. But then it was like, get in the car, 
you know, and I got to give it to people. It's like, if unless you're like a big soccer fan, watching it is one thing. But listening to it on the radio, it's a lot of silence and crowd noise. Cause yeah, how can you even tell what's going on? Soccer people don't do what NFL people do, where they talk way too much and it's annoying. They'll let it breathe. But they, I can tell what's going on. I know what's up, so I'm listening. And they're kind of not realizing for a while, I'm listening to the end of the World Cup thing. And I'm like, it's going to be over in a second. And then finally, at the, you know, when it finally does, and there's going to be overtime or whatever, I'm like, <laughs> like, we just hit the best thing ever. We got overtime. And they're all like, Ugh. <laughs> are you joking me? And I'm like, no, it's going to be great. So we listen to the overtime. And I'm like, you know what's going to be even better? Penalty kids. <laughs> <laughs> With a car full of girls going to the nutcracker. And they just about had it. And so we're listening to the kicks. And I think they misunderstood what I was. They were like, how long is this going to be? And when it went from the the overtimes were over to where the kicks start, I was like, well, it's just going to be another 15, 20 minutes. Like this whole situation. But they <laughs> thought that when the kick started, it was going to be another 20 minutes. So they were just like, and then Lou was like, well, I've, I've pulled it up on the phone. Just if you can, you know, on your phone, if you will plug your headphones in and they can listen to Christmas music. And I'm like, Christmas music. Like this is the world. It's the only. It's once every four years, girls. That the world does like, and we're listening to penalty kicks. It can't get more exciting than this. And they were just like, yeah, we've heard a lot of soccer. And I'm just like, oh. So my phone keeps connecting, no matter what they're playing, to the speakers in the car. You know how it does that with yeah, the car? Yeah. So nothing's working out. And finally, I'm just like, I take the things that, because, you know, I don't get normally angry at anything, but I was frustrated. So it was just like, take the earbuds out of my ears, put the phone away. I'm like, I don't care. I'll look it up later and just watch it later. And then finally, everyone was like, you can listen to your little penalty kicks. Okay. I mean, the penalty kicks wait. take five minutes. I know. But they they thought it was going to take a lot longer. And then oh. so I listened. And finally, right after the last kick, when it went in, it was just like, boom, I changed the thing. It was like, it's done now. Everyone's fine. Let's listen to Christmas music. And then you had to go sit through the Nutcracker? I love the Nutcracker. I don't care. I'll sit through that any day of the week. We right. do that every year, Dave. That's that's, that's how Clara got her name. My my kid. She's the star of the show. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Have you told me that before? No, I don't think so. But yeah, it was uh, a commercial for the Nutcracker. Yeah, that's Clara. She's... How, how, how about Clara? That's a good name. It's a perfect name. She's the star of the show. Yeah. Have you ever been to the Nutcracker? I have not. We, the Houston Symphony, it's just, it's unbelievable. Maybe next year I'll take Clara. We all her, should to go her together. Show. Yeah. We all should go together. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's nice. You'll love it. I love it. I mean, I, I, ha I tried to make this Christmas season as festive as possible, but I feel like, you know, it just kind of came and went quickly. And maybe mm -hmm. that's because... 
The World Cup was distracting me a lot. There was a lot going on. Yeah. It was a very busy and very fast holiday season mm-hmm. compared to years past, in my opinion. There's nothing that'll ramp Christmas up like a going to see the matinee of the Nutcracker and then doing some shopping. All right, I'm in. It's Christmas time. Christmas time. In. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right, well, when we come back... With our January pod, it will be full on 2023, and uh, we will set you off on another year of special, incredibly new, fresh, breaking jams that no one has ever heard of. When you just said 2023, did you did you really feel like then that, that even saying that, that there were supposed to be flying cars? 2025 sounds like flying car year. Like, if we don't have flying cars by 2025, or at least, like, autopilot electric cars that you just call with your phone and they show up and, like, double doors open and you get in and you sit, like, backwards so you're not even facing traffic. Yeah, but with so much with electronics and half of the stuff barely working all the time, would you trust that? No. Yeah, it barely works all the time. I mean, there's so many times of me yelling at something going, just work. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just had to replace my mom's TV for Christmas because it's because it stopped working. Did she have one of those ones in a cabinet with like the speakers on the? No, side? no, it was one that we got her, and it was two weeks after the warranty was up. It was oh. barely a year old. That's what? Yeah, barely a year old, and a flat screen TV broke. Yeah, the the power board went out. Yeah. We gotta get to go. We gotta get to go. We got to get to go. Hey, uh. What? R.I.P. Terry Hall. Stop your messing around. Let it in the future. Stop your messing around. But seriously, we hope you guys had a kick ass 2022. As best as it could be, you know, the triple-demic and the recession and all of that, but 2023 is a new year. New year. We're going to crush it. HTWOW is going to uh, be the soundtrack of your year once again. (laughs) We thank you for uh, patronizing this pod. For those of you who are patrons and you super patronize us, we thank you even more. We will be back with an After Dark for December before too terribly long, and then our January edition will get it cranked up for real. But, uh, man, it's been super fun trying to get these last few out this year, and uh, I hope we can have more in-person sessions, but, but we got this down. Yeah, we did. They always sound better. When we publish them, then I think they're going to sound because mm-hmm. you're a magician. Mm-hmm. I get it looking good. <laughs> but I'm glad that you had a good holiday. I'm glad that uh, your romantic trip to London was everything <laughs> that you dreamed it would be. Can I give a shout out real quick? Yeah. Maxi Jazz. Who? Maxi Jazz, Faithless. Oh, yeah, Faithless. Went out December 23rd. 
He's the best. Tough one. He's the G-O-D. Was everybody... That one hit hard. Was everybody in London more upset about that or the Queen? I wasn't there during Terry Hall or Maxie Jeff. It's, man, that was... Faithless? Come on, he's the best. He did a thing once for Comic Relief. You know, they raised money for cancer. Yeah. Where he sang a song for 24 hours and raised over a million dollars. That's great. Let's play that on the After Dark. <laughs> like, we don't do anything and just play that. <laughs> All right, seriously. You guys have a blessed 2023, and we will catch you then with episode 66 of HTWOW. Goodbye.